Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Sports Radio 94 WIP. This is the Midday Show. Tom Kelly in for Joe Giglio today alongside Hugh Douglas. Good morning, Hugh. Good morning, Tom. Good morning, Philly. Hey, everybody. Keep your head on the swivel. I don't know if y'all saw the uh, the Cam Newton uh, video where he got jumped at his 707. Hey, good thing Cam had his head on the swivel because if he didn't, he'd be on his back right about now. Yeah, that was wild. Yeah, and he didn't. his hat didn't even come off. A brawl t- uh, breaking out at Cam Newton's 707 <laughs> Cam. Man. I mean, what, what, what happened Somebody wasn't there? happy. I don't know because I know he does it every year. And, and when I saw the video, the first thing that I thought, I was like, Cam ain't no little dude. Like, he's not a little dude. And for you guys to sit there and, and try to jump him and, and unsuccessfully jump him, good thing he had his head on swivel. So I'm just saying, I, I'm, I know nobody's at work today worried about getting jumped at anything, but I'm just saying, at just as, as a precaution, keep your head on the swivel. That's good advice all the time. Keep you know your I mean? head, keep on, your a head swivel. on swivel, man. Keep you, your head on swivel. You never know what's coming here. Never know what's coming. Uh, but if you want to get in, start the show. 215-592-9494 is how you join in. And obviously, big topic, still discussing a lot of fallout from the A.J. Brown interview with the afternoon show on Friday. And we'll get to every different aspect of it throughout the course of the show today. But as we're looking at this thing here, kind of want to project this and how it kind of makes you feel about things moving forward. And that's where we'll start today. Is did the A.J. Brown interview with the afternoon guys, Jack and Ike, on Friday, does it make you feel better or worse about the Eagles moving forward? And if you want to get into 215-592-9494, what about you, Hugh? After the hearing what A.J. Brown had to say on Friday with Jack and Ike, does it make you feel better or worse about the Eagles? I, I feel better about AJ. I've, I've never felt bad about him, but I, I felt good that he finally got his side of the story out there. Now, I know that there's still a lot to unpack. And a lot of times you will be told that, you know, the best thing to do in situations situation like this is not say anything. But I think he just had to. AJ is a prideful person, man. And for me, it played out exactly like I always thought it did. I never thought AJ was the guy that he was portrayed to be in the media by by certain members of of uh you know the fan base and things of that nature and it was clear that everything that was seeing, being said about him bothered him so he just came on in the best of his ability like he tried to let it go for as long as he could you know doing all the petty tweets and stuff like that saying yep. he didn't well, do it well some of them allegedly weren't him oh man yeah clear that Listen, up yeah allegedly and i'm gonna let him i'm gonna let him live with that one but you know he did kind of i mean i get it cuz i'm petty and I get in trouble every day <laughs> for for some of the things that that I say or or want to say on Twitter. So I I know exactly where he's coming from when it's that, especially when people are attacking your character. 
So I respect him in that sense, man. He got tired of it. And, you know, even though he gave people more cannon fodder, I do uh, respect the fact that he came on and cleared the air as much as he possibly could. So overall, you feel a little better about it. Yeah, I feel a little better about it. Yeah. 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 It's still, I, I feel like this, TK. It's repairable. It's repairable. You just got to sit down and you got to talk about it, man. There is nothing that, you know, time and communication can heal, in my opinion. I mean, sometimes it takes a little bit more time and a little bit more communication, but I think that they're still there. And I think the bottom line that what I gather from what he was talking about, he wants to win, man. You know, when you're, when you're driven to win, you'll make some serious sacrifices, and I, I feel like he's, he, he will do that. He will do what's needed to be done in order to get to where he wants to be. Yeah, I think that's fair. And if you want to get into 215-592-9494, do you feel better about the Eagles after hearing from A.J. Brown on Friday? And you hope that's the fallout of this. Now, the way I look at this thing here, I respect A.J. for calling in. A lot of guys say they'll do that. A.J. actually did it. So respect to him for that. But I certainly don't feel better about the situation because, you know, regardless of what A.J. had to say, doesn't change anything. Like, it doesn't change the fact that this team fell apart at the end of the year. It doesn't change the fact that A.J. wasn't a huge part of the offense down the stretch. And one thing that worried me coming into this season, Hugh, after 2022, when things came so easily to this team, is how would they react when dealing with adversity? And they didn't react well this year. And I don't think A.J. reacted well to adversity this year. One of the things that he mentioned is, you know, not wanting to talk to the media because he thought it would make things worse if he did. I actually think it made things worse that he didn't speak to the media uh, and open things up to speculation. But if this is how, like, this team deals with adversity, that worries me moving forward that you lose six out of seven and there are potentially issues behind the scenes and there is this, I guess, sensitivity to criticism, not just from AJ, but other guys in the locker room. That's what worries me. And that's why I look at it and I don't feel better about uh, it. I look at it like this, TK. This was, this was uncharted territory for a lot of guys. And I would say, you know, and this is not an excuse, but this is probably what it was. A lot of people didn't know how to handle adversity because they weren't used to it coming in the form that it came in. Now, I would say for AJ, for him to be in in Tennessee and having that fan base and, and being what it was down here, down there, to having the success that he had here in Philadelphia and then having the success that he had early on in the season to going from the guy that everybody loved to somebody that's perceived as a cancer, that's a, that's a broad spectrum to have to deal with in such a short period of time. Absolutely. Because think about it like this, TK. Six weeks into the season, he was that guy. He was, he was loved and adored by everybody. And then all of a sudden, one blow up on the sideline left all of us to speculate on his relationship with Jalen. Now, we let it go because they were winning. But as the team started to slide, a lot of people pointed back to that moment. Oh, there, there it was right there. That's where it went bad. A.J. Brown's the problem. And given the history of what we've had to deal with from receivers – that's the easy person to pick on. And he had to sit there and he had to take that. On, and on top of that, his play started to dwindle. So now he's dealing with that and he's trying not to say nothing. He's trying to be a good teammate and all this other stuff. And he's trying to hang in there. But all of this is going on at once. And now he's being blamed for the team's problems. That's a lot of weight. It is. It's it a is. lot of weight. It is, definitely. And if you want to get into one five five nine two nine four nine four, and yeah, I, I just hope – that it doesn't go this way again next year because odds are they're going to lose some games. They're going to face some adversity. It just worries me after seeing what happened this year with AJ, what happened with the rest of the team. How are they going to deal with that kind of stuff moving forward? And I want to get your take on this, Kyle. Kyle Quinn producing the show today. How do you feel after the interview, Kyle? Do you feel better or do you feel worse about the Eagles after hearing AJ speak? I definitely don't feel worse. I I think really the perspective that I came into this whole thing with was like, I just want answers. This whole time, I wanted answers about why the season collapsed the way it did. What was going on with with some of the cryptic answers or the you know the non answers that we got from guys, uh, including like AJ Brown about his relationship with Jalen Hurts, how the locker room was, stuff like that. Like, I, I would say, if anything, I feel a little bit more enlightened, and I, I would get. I would say that AJ brought something, I guess, to my attention that I didn't really fully consider because we talk a lot about how we want Jalen Hurts to be more of a vocal leader. And all that stuff. But 
if he's not going to be and A.J. Brown is going to step up and be that guy, like, I, I mean, that at least provides a little more clarity to some of the things that I, I, I had questions about toward the end of the season. So I, I guess I would say that I feel more enlightened about what went down or at least sort of where A.J.'s mindset is at, where his headspace is. Uh, than I did before, which I, I would definitely say makes me feel a little bit better. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, we did get some answers to questions that we've wanted the answer to, and I do think that was one of the most important parts of this thing here. And one of the questions that we all kind of had going into this offseason is, you know, does A.J. want to be in Philadelphia? You know, there's a situation with the Kay Adams interview a couple weeks ago where it was not totally clear, but here was A.J. on Friday when asked about his future and whether he wants to be in Philadelphia. Your state of mind, your 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 happiness with being an Eagle currently and moving forward. Let's let's start with that one about your feelings about being a Philadelphia Eagle now and for the foreseeable future. I have no problem. I want to be here. It's simple as that. I I love where I'm at. It's simple as that. Next question. And Hugh, I think we can all agree that's a positive. The fact that he wants to be here, said it definitively, that's something we all wanted to hear. Yeah, that that is what we all were speculating. You know, and a lot of people have been speculating whether or not, uh, you know, he he deserves to be here. I think he does. I think this team is a totally different team if A.J. Brown isn't here. And I also think that whatever these problems are, they can be resolved with communication. Like, the thing that I think that I know for a fact is this. Winning trumps everything. Winning championships. I think that the guys that we've assembled on this football team, and he's one on A.J. Brown, Wants to win a championship. He he got a taste of what it felt like. Two things: to be in a city where he's adored and has a tremendous amount of success, and a taste of what it's like to be in a Super Bowl, be one of the last two teams playing. Dude, that's infectious. And when you get to that point, like there are certain things that you're willing to 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 forego in order to get back to that. And I don't think that whatever these issues are, that they're so egregious that these guys can't get it together and get back on track. That's why I've been so bullish. Like, I know this us defense is bad. It's horrible. <laughs> they, need, they need some talent. I get that. But the way that this offense is constructed, if you, if you put the right people in place and you put, them, you put them in position to be successful, I think this offense could be virtually unstoppable. This could be almost as the, the equivalent to the greatest show on turf when they were good. Yeah, you know? I, I mean, they have they have all the talent. Yeah. There's no question about that. And that is, I, I think, a unanimously shared opinion. We all want A.J. Brown here, and with him, the Eagles are a much better team. Now, here's a little more from A.J. talking about some of the locker room dynamics toward the end of last season. You, you said that uh, you guys gave us the answers for what happened on the stretch run. In, in your estimation, what do you think that what, – what is the answer? What do you think happened for that to happen, and, and is this locker room okay? Yeah, the locker room is fine. Uh, like I said earlier uh, in the season, or after the season, whatever, I just said players wasn't executed, like I said in the interview. That's what it came down to. I think the media kind of ran with the coaches. The coaches fault. The coaches didn't prepare us and this and that. I never blame the coaches. I'm, I'm not the person to blame the coach. I'm not trying to blame anyone. You know, uh, I, I'm the guy who's going to look in the mirror and going to challenge everybody else. Like, it was the players not executing, and that's what happened. And if you look back closely, I said it a few few seconds ago that we were playing like the best team in the league. No, we wasn't. We may have the best record in the league, but we wasn't playing like the best team in the league. It was like that all year. Yeah. But we was, we were scratching away getting wins. And so when stuff started to really unravel and stuff like that, stuff started uh, to not go as planned. Then you saw you saw what was happening. And then, like I said earlier, it was a domino effect, and it was trying to stop the bleed, and it was just everything was just going too fast at that point. Now, I thought that answer was really enlightening, Hugh, when he talks about, yeah, they were 10-1, and but they weren't playing their best football. And that's kind of the stuff we saw, but it was nice to hear a player on the team actually admit, yeah, we weren't as good as our record indicated. Yeah, and and that was obvious, and and they were trying to fix it. I think the biggest thing that that I took from that is that he's trying to be as forthcoming as as he can and still not throw the team under the bus. There's a lot that, you know, I like I, I haven't heard the whole interview in its entirety yet. I had a, I, I missed it a couple times that they played it Friday, but I haven't heard it his entirety yet. But what I gathered from what he was saying was he's still trying to fix whatever the problem is in his locker room, and he's trying not to throw anybody under the bus, which is fine. I, I have no problem with that. And at the same time, he's defending his position and, and what people are saying about him. That has to be tough, man. A.J. is dealing with, to me, 
the uh, stigma of the of the position. You know, the stigma of of being a receiver in the NFL, being a guy who's a passionate player, who has been lumped into to unfortunately for us, the the uh, the history that we've had with diva receivers. Yes. You know, and, <laughs> we and, have had a history. And, and and see, this is where I employ everybody to just think for yourself on this one because the problem is this. It's easy to look at him and say, oh, he reminds me of T.O. Must be a T.O. thing. Uh, I never got that. I, I never got that from when I heard him speak, the way that I, like I've been around him a few times, his demeanor. I never got that. Now, he's a receiver. He has receiver divadum in him, but he's not that guy that I feel that is going to be perceived to, to, to fragment the locker room. He's not an A.B. Because I, I, I won't even say T.O. Because I think when, when, you, when you think about what T.O. went through, T.O. felt more disrespected than anything. Right. And that's why it, it went the way that it did. A.B. is just – he's just a different animal. Yeah. It's, and, 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 and that's why I say he's not uh, – He's not that. No. A.J. Brown is not that. No, I agree. I, I don't think A.J. is one of those guys either. Now, I do think when you see him and Jalen Hurts or him and a coach kind of arguing or disagreeing on the sideline, that's obviously going to lead to speculation. Now, I don't think it necessarily, like you said, means he's T.O. Or, or, or a receiver like that. But he did talk about that. A.J. talked about kind of his leadership role and how he's perceived. Here's what he had to say. I'm not trying to change the media. I know, I know it's gonna be like this or whenever it's gonna be like this, and, and, and it's gonna be like this when I leave. But, uh, but I just, I just truly just feel like I'm just misunderstood as, as a player, as a person, and, and you know it gets frustrating. It gets frustrating because anything I say, anything I do, it gets magnified times ten. I'm classified as a diva. I want the ball and this and that, blah blah blah. When, 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 when honestly, it's the other way around. When it's the other way around, most importantly, like you see, you see, you see me getting upset on the sideline, um, and, and you automatically think it's about it's about targets. No, no. What if what if I'm holding my players accountable? Mm-hmm. What if what if I'm the guy that pushes pushes everybody in the locker room, make people uncomfortable to try to better themselves for the team? What if I'm that guy? You don't you don't see it as much. You don't see it as much from um, from Jalen because that's not his personality. And I, I get that. And I get it must be extremely frustrating to be in AJ's shoes and, and see it from his perspective and be called a diva or be called selfish about targets and stuff like that. And it's got to be be frustrating. But we also don't know everything. We're just speculating off we see what we see. And when your numbers go that far significantly down and we see issues on the sideline and stuff like that, it just leads to speculation. Yeah, I think I think part of that was the fact that his numbers went down. I mean, I, I mean, and I know he's trying. That's what I'm saying. That's why I believe that he's trying to repair this relationship as best he possibly can. Because, man, I don't, I don't know a receiver that had the kind of year that he was having, started out, that would not feel some type of way because this, this offense is not figuring out a way to get him involved. I respect him for trying to, to, to put that fire out. But the fact of the matter is it is what it is. Like, this offense suffered when he suffered. That's a direct correlation for whatever reason. I don't know if that was by design, <clears throat> excuse me, by design or whatever it was. But the fact of the matter is, when he stopped getting targets and stopped catching the ball and making things happen, this offense suffered. Hopefully, Coach Goober comes in and he changes that. That's a big deal, man. I respect the fact that he came on and, to the best of his ability, tried to clean it up as much as he possibly could. I really respect that. Yeah, fair enough. 215-592-9494. Your reaction to the A.J. Brown interview and looking forward here, does it make you feel better or does it make you feel worse about the Eagles moving forward? Hugh says it makes him feel better. I think worse. Kyle thinks better, but would love your take on it as well. 215-592-9494. Let's get started on the phones with Jamil. What's up, Jamil? Hey, how's it going? What's up, man? Hello? You there, Jamil? Yeah, yeah, we got him here. Oh. <laughs> you there, Jamil? Up, Jamil, what you got, man? Yeah. Hey, what's up, man? I love your show. I love WIP, and I appreciate you pushing me up for it because I got a vent. What you got, dog? WIP is a heartbeat of Philly sports. We listen to y'all. We listen to the games, and I just want to put out there that I know AJ Brown's AJ Brown is, is sounding real sensitive. We put up with decades upon decades of losing seasons, 
Cowboys and Steelers fans throwing in our face that we never won a Super Bowl. You know what we did? We put it up. We put up. And I just want to sum up real quick. A.J. Brown, you need to watch two movies, and I just want to recommend this. Start off with Rocky and end off with State P. State property. State property. If I, if you not state, state property. <laughs> never seen yeah. state property. You never because seen no, state property. Seen down no. Come on, man. That's a that's a, that's a Philly staple, lady. Uh, Beanie Siegel. I'll, I'll, I'll look, it, on, I'll look it up during the break. I'll watch state property tonight. Might but be on I just wanted to just point out the heartbeat of WIP because I feel like there's a lot of slander. I've been listening on Twitter. I've been seeing social media. They talk about how toxic. I don't like using that word when it comes to WIP. Oh, uh, yeah, I got you, Jamil. I, I appreciate Jamil, the call. But, that, yeah, I think, got you know. Cricket, w- that cricket w- when it, dropped on it. Yeah. But when it comes to, like, you know, the the, the reaction to the season, when the team loses six out of seven, the reaction yeah, is going to be negative. Listen, I don't I, know what, don't, what you I, want to I don't, say. I don't, I don't subscribe to that toxic. Listen, we all are grown-ass men, and we take what we need from everything. Sports radio and all platforms such as this are meant for entertainment. Take from it what you must and, and leave what you don't need. That's what I'll say to people like that. If you feel like it's toxic, then I don't know what to tell you. Maybe you should start thinking for yourself and, let, and stop letting other people formulate your opinion for you. Exactly, man. And we react to what we see. And when we see, a, when we're watching a playoff game where, you know, Troy Aikman is throughout the game questioning the team's effort and saying, well, it doesn't look like these guys are really here tonight. It doesn't seem like those guys' hearts are really in it. And we're questioning the effort, and you're getting your butt kicked by the Tampa Bay Bucks. I mean, you can't be that upset about the media for that. This is, this is, why, this is what I always try to do, me personally. Like, I, like, number one, I never try to make it personal because I, I've been on the other side of that. I've been a player, and I know how that made me feel when it happened. I always try to be informative. And as long as my message is mirrored by what's being said nationally, I'm okay with that. Now, if you don't like it, then that's on you, and you see it differently. I I can't stop you from seeing it that way. But when I watch football and I see that there's something fundamentally wrong, like I said, to me, it was a direct correlation between his, his play falling off and this offense not executing. And I don't think anybody outside that watched the games didn't look at that moment when him and Jalen had whatever they had on the sideline and say, hey, maybe that was what it was. Now, I never thought that A.J. was the cancer or, or, or whatever else that he was betrayed to be. I never thought that because it didn't feel like that. It didn't feel like that was the energy that he was giving off. He never came off as a me guy. Now, he came off as a guy that wanted to win football games and wanted to get the football. But somewhere along the line, this offense was disconnected. And again, I'll say it like I said last week. We still ain't figured out what it was. No. We still don't know. We have a little better idea. I think he shed some light on some things. Yes. There's still a lot that we don't know about but what I went feel, down But this is why I feel better, because I feel like it's repairable. Because he didn't come over here and he didn't spit fire and venom. He was mad at the media, which, you know, I get why he was mad. Because, you know, I mean, you know, hell, I listen to the station. And I know he was probably mad at certain individuals, but that's okay. But it, it's one of those things where... I felt like he felt that no matter what it was that happened, it can be repaired. Yeah. Like, that's what, that's what I got from it. Whatever he felt was going on during the course of the season, he wasn't going to allow it to fester. That's why I feel good about it, man, because he could have easily came on here and he could have flamed everybody. Right. For, 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 he could have came on and he could have told you exactly what was going on in the locker room because he was in there. He chose not to do that. To me – that's a consummate teammate. He still believes in his, his teammates. He still believes in that philosophy. He still believes in that locker room. And that's what made me feel good about it because he didn't say a damn thing. And that's definitely a positive. Now, what would worry me, what concerns me, is that if this is what happens when you start losing and you start to take criticism and you deal with adversity this way, uh, I worry about how that projects into next season. But want to know, do you feel better or worse about the Eagles after what A.J. Brown had to say on Friday? 215-592-9494. When we get back, get to your calls. Also, more from A.J. And on his relationship specifically with Jalen Hurts, our takeaways from that coming up. Tom Kelly in for Joe Gillio along with Hugh Douglas today. This is the Midday. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Sports Radio 94 WIP. Tom Kelly in for Joe Giglio today. Alongside Hugh Douglas, it's the Midday Show. Talking about A.J. Brown and his interview with the Afternoon Show from Friday. Ooh, there was fire. There was a lot of fire here. Does it make you feel better or worse moving forward about the Eagles? I got got to hear it, though, Tom, because, like, I I caught it. Like, I had my son. I had to pick up my son Friday, right? Mm -hmm. So, I heard it. Like, this is how it went down for me. I heard him teasing it. Okay. Right? Talking about, hey, yeah, hopefully he might be calling in, yada, yada, yada. So, go pick up Harper. We get in the car. They had already played the video. I mean, the, the audio, excuse me. So then I'm trying to text Ike, and I'm texting him. And I'm like, dog, you got to run it back. At least, like, they were talking about it, so I got, like, bits and pieces. So they they ran it back, I think, about 5.30, and I missed that because Harper was hungry. So I missed both plant airings of the video well, or the audio. I keep saying video. Why the hell I keep saying video? Well, yeah, yeah uh-huh. you're not on video, but uh-huh. there will be a we'll, – we'll play all the sound today. And how I experience it, I'm home, you know, with my kids on Friday – and I just get onto Twitter for a second, and I see uh, AJ Brown has called into WIP. Yeah, I'm like, oh my god, I got to fire this up right now. And it was, I mean, it was incredible. Great job by Jack and Ike with the interview, getting the answers. Jack was a little nervous questions. though. Jack, Jack sounded like he was a little nervous. He was a little, he was like, you know, the best part of that interview was Jack's Kellmore question. I mean, let's be honest, that that part of it. was See, awesome. I didn't hear that. I heard, I heard about it, but I didn't hear. So I can't wait to hear the the. the uh, I was about to say it again, the audio. In its entirety. It was a great interview. They got the answers out of AJ that everybody wanted to know. And I thought AJ shed some light on what happened here with the Eagles. Now, I don't feel better about it. I actually feel worse considering, you know, if this is the way this team is going to deal with adversity, if this is the way AJ is going to deal with with criticism, because criticism is going to come. Like, when uh, the team loses back-to-back games, it's not all going to be positive. That worries me moving forward, but Hugh, as you said, you feel better about it after what AJ said. Yeah, I feel like, you know, he doesn't have to tell me everything because I'm not supposed to know everything. But the one thing that he told me, well, the one thing that that it, it made me feel like that whatever this was, that it can't be repaired. And that's the biggest thing for me is that this relationship can be repaired because I, I equate it to like, say your, your relationship with your wife is significant other. Like when you're done you tend to tell everything about the relationship and how bad it was and all this other stuff. When you still feel like there's light at the end of the tunnel, you tend to keep those things to yourself. That's a good comparison. I mean, I mean, you know, I've been through been through a couple of these before, man. You know, these these relationships. So I kind of know, you know what I mean. <laughs> when you start talking bad about somebody and talk about, oh, he let the toilet seat down, or he. He folded the toilet paper the wrong way or whatever. He had it going the wrong way. Now you know it's over because yeah. they, they're burning the bridge. He didn't burn the bridge. He didn't burn the bridge. So that, that to me feel, makes me feel like there's still hope, and that's all that I care about, that he there's still hope. He doesn't want to move into his own place. No, he doesn't. Yeah. He, ain't trying to, he ain't trying to figure out who's going to get custody of the dog 
or who's going to get the favorite chair or none of that. He's still trying to work it out. So I, I respect that. That's good. Uh, and that, that should make everybody feel better, at least that part of it. 215-592-9494. Do you feel better after the A.J. Brown interview on Friday? In a few minutes, we'll get to some interesting sound on A.J. and his relationship with Jalen Hurts. That's coming up. First, let's go back to the phones. Chris in Middletown. What's up, Chris? Good morning, fellas. What's up, man? Yo, TK. Hey, Chris. What's going on? Sitting in the seat there. Uh, I I hope you're not breaking that chair because you know we got to sit there. He over here running things. He over here running things. I'm a little. I'm a little heavier than Joe, so it's got a little more weight to support. Yeah. Where, where's he at? Here, he out looking at lawns. Is that what he's doing? No, get, Joe. Get Joe had to take care. Of some, he had to take care of some business, man. He'll be back tomorrow. Though. He, he, all right, all right. So, hey, l- listen. Um, here's the solution. I called you. I told you guys this last week. You remember? You know, you and I were talking no feelings. We were talking facts, right? Yes. Man to man. So what we decided was, you know, we got to pull an Indy Reeves. So we got to cut somebody. So I said, listen, there's a problem going on here, and you got to get rid of somebody. And listen to AJ Brown interview. I know who that person is. So who we got to get rid of because we got to make peace here. Got to get rid of Howard Eskin. You got to get rid of him. <laughs> got to go. Why, why are we getting rid of Howard, Chris? I don't know how that's your take. Exactly. AJ was AJ was not very happy with Mister 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 Howard. You know. So now it came from Howard Spike, but it, it it came from Spike, but it, it had to do with Spike reacting to his father and the way it sounded was when. When Spike went off, it sounded like he was lecturing AJ, but he was really le- lecturing Pops. So I say we, I say we got to trade Howard, all right? But on a serious note, guy, what, guys, what I took from that interview was this: I loved AJ coming out and doing that. First of all, how many pro athletes now would have the cojones to come on uh, sports talk radio and address the facts? They wouldn't. They would cower behind their keyboard, or they would go and they'd start throwing bombs through the media, throwing their dicks. Dude, I give that man credit, dude. He manned up and was like, yo, y'all want to talk about it? Let's talk about it. Let's get the facts straight. So I love that. Huge shout-out. A lot of respect for him for that. The fact that he came on the show shows you how much he cares about this team and the fact that our question was, does he really want to be here? If he didn't want to be here, he went and went through that. So that answers that question. The sideline thing was, to me, one of the biggest, wow, I didn't think about that. We kept thinking it's the receiver crying for the ball, where really he probably was calling out Jalen and being like, yo, bro, you got to do this. You got to do that. And he was getting up in his ear and, and his passion, the way he spoke about that, that gave me a lot of credit. And then to him, and then the last thing is the whole Jalen thing. The fact that he didn't throw his boy under the bus. I think he was right. You know, he tends to be right on these things. Um, I think there's something going on. There might be a little rumblings going on, but he's not about to air the dirty laundry. He ain't want a divorce. He don't want to break up with her yet. Um, but he also defended him, and he was like, "Look, man, Jalen's Jalen. You know that's cool. I'm cool with him being who he is. Um, you know, probably some other guys in there that have an issue, but he he didn't back down from any of it. So overall, guys, I liked it. I mean, what more could we have wanted from him? He said he wants to be here. He wouldn't have done all this. I, I love his passion. I love the fact that he didn't cower from it. He's like, "Yo, we got something to say. Let's talk about it." I don't know, guys. No, that's Chris, all I got. Uh, I hear you, man. Appreciate the call. And yeah, I think that part of it is admirable because a lot of players, and you know, Hugh, they'll, they'll say, oh, well, you know, I'd love to call in and talk about this. Many won't actually do it. I think AJ does deserve a lot of respect and credit for standing behind what he said on Twitter and coming in and calling the show. Tremendous amount of respect, man. I mean, because that that's hard to do, you know, and I'm pretty sure that there were people in this camp telling him, no, don't, you can't help yourself. You know, and there's still going to be people that hear what you have to say and they're going to pick it apart. You know, they're going to they're they're going to look at you and say, well, well, he didn't address this and he didn't do that or whatever. I mean, that's fine. You address it to, to me well enough so that I believe that you're still all in with this football team. And that's the only thing that matters to me. Yeah. And that was a really important part of this. Two one five five nine two nine four nine four. If you want to get in. And the, the last caller had mentioned the stuff between he and Jalen Hurts. And that was another element of this that we really wanted to get the answer to because there's been, you know, some, uh, I guess, reporting, speculation, whatever you want to call it out there, regarding Jalen and AJ's relationship. First off, here was Ike asking if anything was going on between he and Jalen toward the end of the season. The relationship between you and Jalen, right? I, I, I remember last year when you, uh, maybe it was the year before that, when you got traded for and you and Jalen FaceTiming each other and we know how close you guys are and everything of that nature. And it just seems from the outside 
then maybe there could be something with you two's relationship and whether or not that's an issue. Your, your, what do you say to that? You know, I think that's total BS. You know, I'm not going to get into me and his relationship uh, on the air, but it's total BS, you know what I'm saying? Uh, it, wasn't, it wasn't a problem when I was on my six-game six streak. They, it wasn't, they wasn't talking about that then. So they, they only started talking about that when we started losing. So, of course, yeah, you see friction. You see friction from everybody, from, from the coaches, the players, from everybody. So, yeah, so there you go. And that's good to hear. It's good to hear that there's not issues from at least AJ's side with Jalen, but – like there's a reason we're not going to ask about it when you're putting up you're you're in that six game stretch where it's 125 plus yards every game. Obviously, we're going to ask more questions when your play on the field decreases. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it, it's one of those things where, like you said, it's it, everything is all good when you're winning. When you're losing, that's what we all pointed to. Uh, again, I point to the fact that he didn't go into it, so that that relationship is repairable in my mind. You can fix that. That's all that matters to me. I don't need to know the intricacies of him and Jalen Hurts' relationship as long as he feels like we can fix this and get back on our winning ways. That's the only thing that matters to me. Yeah, and honestly, I don't like I don't care about AJ and Jalen's relationship off the field. It doesn't matter to me. Like I just care that there's chemistry on the field. And that was the issue. It wasn't that like I don't think any of us really care if they're they're best friends. You don't necessarily need to be best friends with your quarterback, but there needs to be that chemistry on the field, and that was was lacking toward the end of the season. So it's good to hear at least they're on the same page, and 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 hopefully that gets corrected moving forward. But here was more from AJ on some of the stuff that's been out there this off season about Jalen and whether he needs to become more of a vocal leader in the locker room. There's been a lot of reports about people within the Eagles thinking that Jalen needs to be more vocal as, as a leader on this team. I just want to give you the opportunity. You know him better than a lot of people. Do you agree with that, or is that something that you don't think is needed? Listen, Jalen is himself. I don't agree or disagree. He's going to be himself, and I'm not the person to try to change him to be, be something that he's not or whatever the case may be. But when things were going really good, you didn't hear those reports. You know, uh, a lot of a lot of stuff happened. I mean, the, the season the, the season pulled everybody every which way. You know, it was ups, it was downs. It was it was more downs than ups, but it started off ups and 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 now everybody's scratching, everybody pulling, everybody is trying to see what's going on. But when we was winning, we was ten and one or whatever. You had you saw the same reaction him on the sideline. But when we started losing, you still saw the same reaction. So how can you get upset at the same person who was doing the same thing? But a couple months ago, whatever, he was the greatest leader to, to, for, this, for this organization. So, like I said, man, listen, I don't agree or disagree because he's going to be himself, and I, and I want him to be himself. I don't want him to be nobody but himself because if he's not, he's not authentic. And there you go. And, again, a lot of it comes back to, to the production of the field and how we're going to react to it. But what do you think, Hugh? Like, do you think that Jalen needs to become more of a vocal leader? Maybe if he is – maybe some of this stuff doesn't get out of control to the degree that it did. You know, I, I think that there is something to that, but what does that mean? Like, that's the question. Because I feel like a lot of people have in their mind what they think a vocal leader is. And Jalen might not fit that mold. And I think that we have to be comfortable with that. Now, if you're expecting Jalen to change his demeanor, I don't think that's going to be the case. Now, if, if Jalen changes the way that he interacts with his teammates and they understand it, that's the only thing that matters. See, this is where it gets, to me, it becomes a little bit of a slippery slope, TK, is because we will take what we feel is a leader and we will try to put Jalen into that mold. Now, to his point, when Jalen was stoic last year, because I remember saying it on air, he was stoic, he didn't say a whole lot and all this other stuff, it wasn't a problem. It wasn't a problem because we were winning, mm-hmm. and people applaud him for that. Oh, oh, nothing never rattles him. He looks like he, oh, he just looks like a statue out there. And then all of a sudden, when it started going bad, it became an issue. Now, I think that you have to be somewhere in the middle, especially now with so many reports coming out that his leadership is in question. Like that's the all the stories that we hear in all season. You know, it's about what's going on in the locker room. We don't know. Yada yada yada. We've heard rumors about them being an altercation, there being an altercation in the locker room, all that stuff. We don't know what happened. So I think that there has to be a happy medium. But to AJ's point, he has to stay true to who he is. He has to do that. He can't be something that he's not because it's not being genuine. So I feel like 
whatever his leadership style is going to be, it has to be conducive to the type of person that he is, and it also has to 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 translate, and the guys have to understand. It. So I think that what we might be looking for might not happen, but as long as it's for that locker room, that's the only thing that matters. Absolutely, and you don't want any player, specifically your quarterback, to come off as phony or anything like that, but I do think it's important to to – mentioned the fact that, like, these are reports that have come from inside the building. Yeah. Like, Mike Garofalo, a highly respected NFL reporter. Howard, who's very tied in with the organization. These are guys who have reported. These are conversations that the Eagles have had internally and had with Jalen about being more of a vocal leader. So I do think that's important. What's your take on, on this part of it, Kyle, with AJ and Jalen Hurts? Do you feel better about their relationship after hearing this part of it? Uh, that's the one thing where if I had to be, like... You know, keep the speculation machine churning a little bit. I can't help but be like, did he give us the full story? Like, for him to start by saying, like, oh, you know, it's BS, we're fine. But then to follow it up by saying, I'm not going to get into me and his relationship on the air. Like, this is again where I wish he could just be like, dude, no, what are you talking about? Everything is great with me and Jalen. Like, can you at least? push it further to the other side Fake it like a little bit. yeah or like you know like when it's it's the same stuff that w- when he did this with Kay Adams and, and that uh guy on SI where they're asking him direct questions like uh what about like getting traded and he's like oh it's a business like the talking around it is a little bit bothersome to me like it, it just makes me be like okay like you said you were gonna come on clear the air answer every question that one felt like he didn't want to answer which to me is like okay I, I'm not saying that's like oh, this is a disaster, him and Jalen hate each other, whatever, this and that. But, like, that's one thing that fans have really wanted to know about. And I feel like we didn't really get a peek behind the curtain on that. Yeah, he danced around it a little bit. And the question then becomes, like, okay, is it you just don't want to talk about a personal relationship or a friendship, which I'd understand. Like, I get that part of it. Or is it that there's kind of something more that you don't want to get into? It's like if if everything was great and fine, I feel like he would be more giddy or whatever to be like, yeah, like, what are you talking about? Like, me and Jalen are boys. We're great. Like, I feel like if there is nothing going on, he would be more excited about, I, I don't know. I, I could be reading way too much into it, but that was just one that was like, ah, I don't think we got everything. Well, now I'm just imagining, like, <laughs> Jalen's name comes up, and then all of a sudden, AJ's personality just changes, and he's, we get giddy AJ he's tickled, Brown. He's tickled inside. Like, very happy to talk about Jalen. And Oh, yeah, that's my best friend, guys. Thanks Hopefully we get that AJ Brown soon. Yeah, uh, not on Friday. 215-592-9494. Let's go back to the phones. Bam and Upper Darby. What's up, Bam? Yo, what's going on, TK? What's up, you? What's going on, man? How you doing? I'm hanging in there, hanging there, trying to get over this COVID day number nine. Oh, man, hang in there, brother. Feeling better, Bam. Trying to eat, man. I mean, trying to get back my taste buds back. Well, I hope you're feeling better, Bam. What do you got? All right, I was telling Kyle, I think, I mean, I feel a little bit better with AJ speaking, but he's not not telling the whole truth, man. He's not telling the whole truth. He's not telling everything that is is, is on his chest. I feel as though he got some of it off his chest, but he's not getting all this. And I feel like he, how you say it, real, recognized, real, but he's like, just not get, he's not telling everything. Well, what he's else not, would you have liked to hear, Ben, from AJ? How, like, he was hiding the thing with his relationship with Jalen Hurts. He's not telling that. He's not telling that at all. And, you know, and he's not just not, he's, he's keeping it real, but he's not keeping it all the way real. He's not telling us what we want to hear. There's more to it. There has to be more to it. I I, I I hear you, Bam, and I appreciate the call. But you know, I don't I don't want AJ to tell us what we want to hear. I want him to be honest, and and largely, I thought he was honest. See, this is where I feel. And shout out to Bam. And Bam, get better, get better soon. This is where I feel that as a fan, we have to respect. Like we don't need to know everything. No, we don't need to know everything as fans. I think that a lot of times we feel that you know. Since we watch these guys, we we go to the games and we buy the jerseys and everything that that we, they owe us something. They don't owe us anything, to be totally honest. The only thing that they owe us is to go out there and bust their ass and try to win football games. That's it. As far as the explanation of what went wrong in the locker room, no. the the only The only thing that I need to to gather from what was told to me by AJ Brown is that it he feels like it's fixable. The fact that he didn't tell you everything that was going on in the locker room to me, tells me that that relationship is not beyond repair. Like, you don't know everything that went on with your parents when they were trying to work it out. 
Like if they say, say Vince for all the parents that that was probably a bad analogy. It was probably <laughs> no, I think it's a good analogy. There. But you get where I'm going with this. He's you don't tell it. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> but you don't get everything. Like say if you have a friend that and they're going through a tough time in their relationship, and you're being the best girlfriend that you can, and they say, "Oh, honey, what's wrong?" And it's like, "Oh, we're gonna work it out." That means it's none of your damn business. Because a lot of times, TK friends, when you let your friends in your relationship, they make it way worse than it needs to be. Oh yeah. And you need to just shut your damn mouth and let them work through it if they're going to work through it. Now, if they become it becomes a point where it's irreparable and you want to find out, then you ask those questions. But in this relationship, the only thing that I need to know is that they're willing to work it out. And that's it. No, and that was probably that that was the most definitive thing that AJ said is that I want to be an eagle. I don't want to move out of the house. I don't want to, you know, get the divorce proceedings underway. I want to be an Eagle, and I did believe him on that, and that is a positive because we all want A.J. Brown to be an Eagle in the end. You know, we all want him to be here. We all want the team to succeed, and, yeah, the team's a lot better with A.J. Brown on the roster. Let's go to Kenny in the Northeast. What's up, Kenny? Hey, what's going on, TK? Hey, what's up, what's up you? Hey, what's going on, man? Bam is my brother. Like, I love when he calls, but, yo, get better with that COVID, but he better start watching TMZ talking about, you know, I want more. <laughs> Straight up, yo, that was real for him even just to come on in. Somehow he ain't keeping it real. So I got two points. First, I feel better that my man uh, just came on in and set the record straight. Just even speaking, because if you don't, you leave me to my own devices to come up with what I think, and usually I'm wrong. So I'm glad he came on in and he got the, he set the record straight. He want to be an eagle. Everything that he said is what mattered to me. I don't care about what you do off the field, if you play PlayStation, if you hang with whatever. I don't care about that. I just care about that you want to be an eagle and we can get this right. Second That's all. Point, I believe, I mean, I agree with you too. They got to be adults in the room and they got to sit down and, and work this out. They got to be adults in the room. I can't be acting like children, none of that stuff. I got to be adults, sit down and talk this out. You're teammates. My second point is I'm tired of people speaking about Jalen being guarded and all this. Listen, when, this is the one problem about coming from the mud. You still got people that's in the mud. And, you know, when Uncle Charlie needs to go into rehab because he's drinking, they call you. When Cousin Joey gets caught with a gun, his bell's 10,000, you are, you are <laughs> going to be in there and call you. So you got to be guarded. And I understand that. So I just think, man, yeah, like, it, it, it's, I don't know what we wanted from A.J. Brown, but I know one thing, what we was what we was talking about happened six months ago when he blew team. We watched somebody damn near knock his coach over to get the ball. We talked about it for one day. Yeah, no, I, I, I got you, Kenny, and, and appreciate the call. And, yeah, I think one thing that Kenny said there that I think is important and – some interesting analogies there. But but when you talk about being left to our own devices, that's why I think the not speaking to the media at the end of the season, he really it, backfired. It, it, it did. It did. And and there are times where you have to be media savvy. You know, and, and you could come in and, and the less you say, at least give them something because you leave it up for speculation, uh, especially when, you know, you came out and we talked about the impro- improvisation. You know, and, I, and you know what's funny? A lot of... <laughs> friends called me and say, oh, man, well, you're reading wrong into it. Well, we all read wrong into it. Right. We all read into it because that's what we're left to when you don't explain it the better than the way that you did. And and that's what we do. And we sit on this radio station every day and people talk about you being a rabble rouser. You're, you're causing, you know, a ruckus or whatever. No, I'm not. I'm sitting here and giving you my analysis of what I think is going on. Just like you probably have your analysis of what you think is going on. And by him not explaining it in a better way, that's what he leaves us to. But like I said, again, I, uh, I respect the fact that he came on the station and he cleaned it up as much as he possibly could. I don't need to hear everything. I don't need to know the intricacies of him and Jalen Hurts' relationship. Only thing that I need to know, in which he, he made it clear for me, is that this relationship is repairable because he didn't go into detail about it. So that's all I'm worried about. I'm worried about next season and how they can fix this thing. And it's clear to me that he wants to try to fix it. Absolutely. And I think a lot of this probably could have been 
avoided if, you know, he'd spoke to the media at the end of the year. We had a better idea of where things were. That led to a lot of speculation. But it was nice to hear AJ speak out on a lot of these issues. Nice to know he still wants to be an Eagle. Um, But overall, it doesn't make me personally feel better about the team moving forward because I still worry about how they're going to deal with adversity. I still worry about how AJ's going to deal with criticism. And, you know, that doesn't go away after that interview, at least for me on Friday. 215-592-9494 if you want to get in. Do you feel better or worse about the Eagles moving forward after the A.J. Brown interview? And we get back more of your calls and also the one thing that A.J. said on Friday that is completely wrong, that he is completely wrong about. That's coming up. Tom Kelly in for Joe Giglio along with you, Douglas, today on the Midday Show, Sports Radio 94 WIP. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.